for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome you to Living Life. Today we're going to see that God accomplishes his work. Right? We're looking at the song of Deborah, and in it we have this song of victory because there is the defeat of the Canaanite army. And there's much to see here, but I really want us to pay attention that God always fulfills what he sets out to do. Now, sometimes he does things not quite the way that we think he would because there is this commander of the Canaanites named Sisera, and he is not going to find his death through the army or through the commander of the Israelites, this commander named Barak. No, though he is going to find his defeat, his death is going to come by the way of a woman named Jaal. And she's not even an Israelite. And so God has a way of working things out together for the good of God's people. But oftentimes it's not the way that we think he might do it. Now, Deborah actually prophesied about the fact that it would be a woman who would bring this death to the Canaanite commander. Now, this commander named Sisera, for about 20 years, he just cruelly oppressed the people of God. And so God had it in mind. It was his plan that he would be defeated and that he would die. Well, the story that we're about ready to hear in poetic form, I just have to warn you, it's a little bit gory, but here it is in God's word. So let's have ears to hear as the scripture is read for us. Judges chapter 5 verses 19 through 31. Kings came, they fought, the kings of Canaan fought. At Tanakh, by the waters of Megiddo, they took no plunder of silver. From the heavens the stars fought, from their courses they fought against Sisera. The river Kishon swept them away, the age-old river, the river Kishon. March on, my soul, be strong. Then thundered the horse's hooves, galloping, galloping, go his mighty steeds. Curse Miraz, said the angel of the Lord. Curse its people bitterly because they did not come to help the Lord, to help the Lord against the mighty. Most blessed of women be Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite, most blessed of tent-dwelling women. He asked for water, and she gave him milk. In a bowl fit for nobles, she brought him curdled milk. Her hand reached for the tent peg, her right hand for the workman's hammer. She struck Sisera, she crushed his head, she shattered and pierced his temple. At her feet he sank, he fell, there he lay. At her feet he sank, he fell, where he sank, there he fell, dead. Through the window peered Sisera's mother, 
behind the lattice, she cried out, Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why is the clatter of his chariots delayed? The wisest of her ladies answer her. Indeed, she keeps saying to herself, Are they not finding and dividing the spoils, a woman or two for each man? Colorful garments as plunder for Sisera. Colorful garments embroidered, highly embroidered garments for my neck. All this as plunder. So may all your enemies perish, Lord, but may all who love you be like the sun when it rises in its strength. Then the land had peace forty years. Well, I warned you, it was going to be a little gory. I mean, this story about Ja'al and how she takes a tent peg and a hammer and she drives that peg through the temple of this Canaanite commander named Sisera. It's just a, it's a gory story, but we do know that it's just reminding us that God will accomplish his work. And sometimes he does so in ways that we're not quite sure of, but we know that he is in control. And he can use this woman who's not even an Israelite to do his work. Now we read about that like in verses 26 and 27. So here it says that her hand reached for the tent peg, her right hand for the workman's hammer. Now just a side note, she would have known how to use a hammer and the tent peg because as a woman, it was her responsibility to set up the tent. Well, here we are in our text and it says, she struck Sisera. And remember, this is the one who were told in Judges 4 verse 3 that for 20 years he had cruelly oppressed the Israelites. So she struck Sisera, she crushed his head, she shattered and pierced his temple. And then verse 27 is a little bit dramatic. Remember, it's poetry. Instead of just saying, and he died, it says, at her feet he sank, he fell. There he lay, at her feet he sank, he fell. Where he sank, there he fell, dead. Well, we see here that the destroyer was destroyed. And so, yes, we can celebrate that, and that's true. But more so, we celebrate not that Sisera was conquered, but that Satan himself is conquered. His head was crushed, right? We read about that even prophesied way back in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. Well, along with Satan, we have the last enemy is defeated. That's death itself. Because of Christ, there's the death of death. Because Jesus is the resurrection and the life. And right, though we die, yet shall we live. And you know, I take great comfort in that. My whole family does. For this year, I think I shared with you in an earlier devotional, that my father passed away. And, you know, we can't speak to him like we used to, but we know that he is alive. I mean, we're going to be alive a lot longer after we die than before we die. But my dad is alive and well. 
And he is a part of now that great cloud of witnesses that surround us. And so we rejoice. In fact, just recently we, we had his birthday. He would have been 90 years old. And as a family, we just told stories and we're just so thankful for his loyalty and his love for the Lord and for his family and for the church. Well, my dad is alive because death has been defeated. Well, back to our text, we see how the story really turns from being gory to just being really sad because we then have what happens with Sisera's mom. She's actually anticipating that her son is going to return victoriously and he's going to have all of these things that he has collected in like embroidered garments that she could wear. But he's not going to return because, of course, he's dead. And so instead of these wonderful garments, she's going to have to wear sackcloth and ashes. Well, she thought her son was going to return, but he wasn't going to. But we, as God's people, know that God's son is going to return, right? I mean, we know that he was here in the flesh and that he lived a perfect life and that he taught, he preached, he healed, and then he went to the cross, he died in our place, he rose from the dead, ascended into heaven, and he is going to come again. And we can anticipate that. Yes, it will be a surprise for some that he is going to return. For the unbelievers, it will be a surprise. But for us, we can anticipate and we want to be prepared for his return. So when he returns, we want to have him seeing us doing his will. Well, part of doing his will is just being faithful to digging into his word. And here in our text today, in this song of Deborah, we see that there is victory, there is deliverance. And so we can sing about that and we can tell others about our God who accomplishes his work. And we can do that to God's glory and our joy. So as we close our Living Life devotional today, I just want to draw our attention to the very last sentence of our text, and it says, Then the land had peace 40 years. Well, it's the then that I want to focus on, because a lot had to happen for that peace to come. There was the prophetess, the judge named Deborah, who was faithful to what she was supposed to do. And then, of course, there was uh, the army of the Israelites who did the battle. There was the commander named Barak who helped defeat the enemies. But it was also Jaal, this woman, a non-Israelite, who actually killed the Canaanite commander named Sisera. So yes, a lot had to take place for this victory and for this peace 
upon the land. But of course, we see in the book of Judges that at other times, the people of God don't do what they're supposed to do, and there's not peace. And so we'll see what happens as the text continues in tomorrow's devotional. Let's pray. Well, Heavenly Father, we are so thankful that in our text today, we can really see that God, you show up and you show off in so many ways. And that, Father, we know that you will accomplish your work. And so, Father, for that, we celebrate, we sing, and we give you all the praise because you are the hero in our story. We thank you. We praise you for who you are and for what you do for your people. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Sing your soul, let your father and the pig in prosa, see you.